and we're live. Are you ready for today? A bonus day made exclusively for you to talk about business and art and veterans. So today we start the day with Dr. Judy Butler. She's a certified psychotherapist, pastor psychotherapist in private practice. And she consults, coach, and trains baby boomers and senior adults to become the guardians of their own personal legacy and the legacy of the family. She's here to talk to you about your beautiful story and how to use as a healing art. With that, welcome her to the stage. Hi. Hi. Dr. Judy, can you tell me how can the story of an average person be considered art? You know, storytelling in and of itself is an art form. And so a lot of people think that their story is boring or it's not important. And they think, well, I'm just an average person. But if you go to the movies, which is another type of storytelling and another type of art form, um, it's, it's all about seeing an ordinary person overcome extraordinary odds in their life. And we all overcome stuff every day. You know, having a child and raising a child, especially in this crazy world we're in today, is an art form it's you know and we mess up and we make mistakes and we think well i can't tell that those are the things that make it beautiful is how did you overcome the trials the tribulations the difficulties and other people want to know that they're not alone in their life in their journey in their problems you know, I don't want anybody else's problems, but if I can see and hear the story, I mean, some of the greatest stories ever, uh, the Wizard of Oz, you know, this young girl goes on a journey because she's upset with her family. She's she's mad. She's a teenager. She's she's upset. And so she leaves home and she goes on this journey and it's a fantastical journey. And we all do that. And all of us have a story to tell. But most of us don't know how to go about doing that. That's awesome. And yeah, you know, we all have we go through so many experiences in life mm -hmm. that you can break things apart and you can do so many spin-offs, right? Like yeah. I love spin-off series. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that'd be pretty awesome. Um how do you think uh, we should record our life story? Well, you know, one of the things that we do at The Guardian's Gift is we help people tell their life story. That's a big component of what we do. And what I've learned over time is that after someone passes away, their family members almost always say, God, I wish I had more time to ask a specific question or I wish I knew more about my mom, my dad, my grandparents. And after the person's gone, you can't have that conversation any longer. And they take that information with them to the grave. I was working with a man who had stage four cancer and we got his life story told. 
And when he opened, they opened up his guardian's gift book, his life book at his memorial service, his children, his grown adult children looked through it and they looked and they said, oh my gosh, you know things about our dad that we never knew. And there were things they learned from his storytelling but then there was a sadness because they had waited till he passed away to know this. So they weren't able to ask questions. They weren't able to have a conversation with him about the things that he'd done in his life and why it was important to him or not and how that affects them. Because our stories, your story, my story, our stories affect other people. They affect our children. You know, because they're about our decisions, our choices. They affect our grandchildren. And so uh, sometimes life is so busy, we don't have time to, you know, stop and have a conversation. But at The Guardian's Gift, we encourage people to tell their life story. And that's the way it's set up. We ask a question and then we allow them to fill in the blanks and we help them flesh it out. It's just beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. That's amazing. And that's so true, right? Um, I can think of the times I have a conversation um, with my dad and all the scene that he told me, mm-hmm. all the snippets, and then he goes away and I don't get the whole story. So that's right. awesome. Right. And there's things you probably would like to ask, you know, things that you'd like to know, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Like I didn't, I, I only met my grandparents. I didn't meet my uh, great grandparents and anybody else before. And I, I, I get to find out that I'm and descendant from people that fought for independence in Cuba. That's amazing. That is you know? amazing. So. See, that's a wonderful story. That's part of who you are. That's the thing about these stories that we tell or get people to tell is that it's about who you are and how did your family fight for independence that speaks to your fighting spirit that speaks to who you are you got that in you that's part of your dna that isn't that beautiful yeah it's amazing and and all the odds they had to overcome because uh back then there's not they didn't really have any real weapons so they only had their the work weapon to fight mm-hmm. against the Spanish, they had rifles and they have cannons and they have everything. And they won and, and they fought for 10 years, took a break and then fought another 10 years <laughs> with that. Wow. <laughs> but that's that, amazing. Uh-huh. That is amazing. And that speaks to, you know, what I hear in that is there's, you know, they're, ten, they're tenacious. They don't give up, you know. Yeah. Where does that show up in your life? How is it that you, I mean, you've started this business and you're growing this business, so you don't give up. So that came from somewhere, you know, they, they were focused on a goal. They were focused on how they could get this independence for themselves and their families and their culture and their country. And you're focused on helping your people, your family, and, you know, the Cubans in your life and other people too. But that speaks to who you are, that, that story, that, and that's just one story. Think about how many stories there are in a person's life.
I lost you. You're you're muted. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I can think of so many all the stories um, that it add up, right? It it, it make you who you are, um, yes. and inform your decisions on life. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I keep hearing that you keep talking about is the garden. Can you tell me a little bit more about it and how can anyone become a guardian? Well, the guardian, the reason that we we have created this name for our, our business, the guardian's gift, is that when someone creates their legacy, and that's what we call it, it includes an estate plan, but it's about legacy. And when you tell your story and you add in the legal, financial, medical, all the different pieces and parts, you create a legacy. And when you do that, you are actually the guardian of that information. That information belongs to you. So you are guarding it. And it's your choice or not to, to disclose that. You can either tell the story or you can take it with you to your grave. But when you are guardian of the legacy for your family, then you give it as a gift. It becomes a gift when you share it. And it, it is beautiful art. It's absolutely gorgeous. And so when you become the guardian and we teach people how to become the guardian of their own legacy for their family and anyone can do it. Anybody can become a guardian. You can become a guardian. I am the guardian of my legacy. But it, it's the most important piece of that is actually executing it, actually doing it, because I got all my stories, but unless I tell them and I share them with my family, then there, it, it becomes a moot point. So my whole purpose, my whole passion in life is to help people, to help families tell their story and pull all their legacy parts together, their legal documents, their financial information, their um, health information, because health, you know, people want to know, well, did I inherit high blood pressure or heart disease? Did I inherit that from my mom or grandmom or whatever? And it's about actually getting that. And it becomes overwhelming when people try to do it by themselves. And then they say, well, that's too much. I don't know how, or it takes too long. And so they discount it. They disregard it and they don't do it. And then they pass away and their families left with questions, with making hard decisions and choices that they ought not to have to make because they need to be able to grieve. For my own personal self, my father is the catalyst behind the guardian's gift. He, we had to go through a lot of stuff because he had dementia to take care of him, caregiving and all of those things. And at the end, I was so exhausted. I was worn out from the caregiving. I was worn out from the grief and the sadness and going through the dementia journey with him. And I, I couldn't even cry. I was just really just beat up emotionally, mentally, physically. And so the, the guardian's gift is about giving people a very easy, simple way of doing all that. And that's what this is about. And that's amazing. That's so much needed right now, right? And yes. we don't like to think about the aftermath of, you know, but there's 
something that's certain in our life we are going to pass yes you know you know a day we live every day we die once and what happened afterward you know it makes all the difference it makes all your difference for your children for the people that know you for the people that mourn you and when you kind of inform them um it make them easy and, mm -hmm. and it help you leave a, a lasting legacy that that they yeah. can look back at you at your life and be proud oh um, absolutely you know and, and there's and there's comfort in that there is so, comfort. you know there even with the grieving because uh even using like things almost every day you still got to love them and you still got to more than mm -hmm. um you're going to do it with it coming from a way of of comfort yes and it is that is one of the most healing and comforting things that a person can do for their family is to have all of this stuff in order so that their family doesn't have to deal with it. You know, I run into people every day. Well, not every day. That's kind of hyperbole, but I run into a lot of people. And after their loved one has, has passed on, has died, they discover things like that the person didn't have any life insurance. And the adult children thought, oh, well, mom or dad have insurance to pay for the funeral. Um, or they have, you know, legal documents. And sometimes they do, but a lot of times they don't. And so, you know, then there's an anger that comes up because, well, I thought they had this. Now I've got to pay for the funeral or I've got to take care of this problem or I have to. And families tell me a lot, you know, when everything is in order and there's such peace of mind and it just feels loving, it feels beautiful that you cared enough about me to do all of that and take care of that so I don't have to. It is a burden and it's not cheap. It is right. It's very expensive. Yes. It cost me $35,000 one year to look after my parents. Yeah, that will set anybody um, back big time. Because mm -hmm. um, we all got bills, we all got expenses. So grieving and then on top of that, having a, another bill to pay, that's, it's not yeah. fun. It doesn't make it a lot easier. Right. So it's I think it's very important what you do. Thank you, thank you. I'm passionate about it. I want to reach at least a million people in the next two years. I'd like to see a million people create their legacy and share it with their family while they're still alive. And let me tell you, I love the name of of you know or your program, the Guardian Gift, because it is a gift that you're giving out to your family. Yes. It is. It fits. It's amazing. You know. Yes. So tell me, how does someone become a guardian um, for the family? Well, the first thing would be to, you know, reach out to me and we will determine what level of help or assistance you need and, you know, help you figure out how to tell your story. 
uh, like I said, this is online. People can go online and put themselves uh, at theguardiansgift.org. Um, but if they're uncertain about what they need to do, they can call me. Um, you know, my number is 404-900-6923. Um, they can email me, judy at theguardiansgift.org. And I'd love to just be able to guide them and help them determine, you know, do they just need to do it themselves? Speaking of that, there's one little sidestep here about that is sometimes senior adults are not very tech savvy and they have a little bit of difficulty with computers and stuff. So one of the most beautiful things that I suggest is to have a grandchild. Actually, they get the guardian's gift. The question comes up, they bring it up on their computer and there's a question. And the first question is, when were you born? And have the grandchild ask the senior adult, their grandparent, the question, and then type it into the computer for them. And it actually creates this interaction, this relationship, and it really makes it grow and blossom. And it's absolutely wonderful to see when a grandchild helps their senior adult grandparent become the guardian. So we would love to help people with that and help them walk through it, figure out what they need and get them set up to tell their story, make sure all their legal stuff is in order. Uh, and if they don't have it, we can help them get it, you know, and talk about health, talk about their end of life and their memorial service. But that's basically it because they're already they already have the story. They just need to know how to tell it. And that's awesome because one of the, my fondest memories, uh, my grandfather from my mother's side, he died when I was four years old. Oh. And he was a poet. So he would make up stories out of the star in, in a moment. And those mm -hmm. are some of the fondest memories I have is having conversations with him. And he telling all these beautiful stories and poetry. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to give that as a gift to our children because they will never forget. Right. They will never forget. And if you don't write it down, if you don't record it, guess what happens? It vanishes. It does. Yeah. So, you know, one of the, the funny story, uh, my grandfather told stories too, but then mostly they were to scare me. <laughs> he told scary stories. Um, and he talked about the whamper cat when I was a kid. And I'm like, what is the whamper cat? And my eyes would get big. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this whamper cat is going to get me. I got to behave. And it was, that's the whole purpose of the story was to make me behave. Um, but you know what? I actually, as an adult, when I started doing some genealogy research, I looked up whamper cat and there actually is a myth. And it's a universal myth about a thing called a wampus cat. And it comes out of Europe. And I was like, oh, so grandpa was telling me a story that connected me to my heritage out of Europe. So I'm just wondering how your grandfather's beautiful stories and poetry and all of that, how do those stories connect you back to Cuba? Well, it, it does give me... I, I, I like to think I'm kind of like a mix 
between entrepreneur and a creative person, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, one of my biggest passion always been to tell poetry. I'm not very skillful, right? Uh, but I love poetry. That's one thing that talks to my soul. Yeah. And so, so, for him. yeah. so there's a connection there. Yes, it definitely is. So I encourage you, you need to tell your story and get it down. How did you get into business? How did you, you know, what are your memories about your grandparents or what are your memories about growing up and your best friend? How did you, you know, are you, when did you fall in love? Um, your first heartbreak, all of those things and all of that, those are questions that we ask and help people tell their story. Now, let me just say, there's some people that come into this and they go, well, I've got things I don't want my family to know. Well, the thing is, they're going to know some of it, whether you like it or not, sometimes. So it's better if you tell the story and tell it your way. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Well, this this has been a very enlightening and, and entertaining conversation. I, I hope everybody that's watching can see how our legacy can be art. How you know we all have the power to become the guardians of our history and our family's history. Mm -hmm. So, thank you so much. Oh, uh, thank you. I I need to start writing my doubt my source. All right. All right. Okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. And I, I want to say I love everything about what you're doing. Is I think it's so important um, to write down our memories, to get the memories of our of our family members and friends, and and to kind of write down our legacy. Absolutely, you know, um, it's it's just truly amazing how much fun it is for me, and how much fun it becomes for the person who is the guardian. They start out with, oh, this is a chore, but it's not. And once they begin the process, they're excited, they're energized, and they just have a great time with it. Yeah. So, yes, you need to write your story down. And it's so, it's definitely something that we should all practice. And yes, it is an art form. Because you're writing down, you're, you're creating something, you're creating a legacy, you're creating memories mm -hmm. and that will inspire others. How many times don't we read books uh, that inspire us? We read the books of, of famous actors, right? And how they came to be famous. Right. Those are biographies. The biography, oof, well, one of the most fascinating biographies I ever read was the one from Agatha Christie. Her life was an adventure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And she inspired me years after she was passed. Well, so the, imagine if it were our own family. 
So what's what's nice about the guardian's gift is, you know, like I've said in our interview, people tell stuff, they tell their story, um, but they don't ever write it down. And when you write it down, you can actually document the story with pictures. You know, we ask simple things like, where'd you go to school? And so I encourage people to put a picture of the school in there or to put a certificate, their diplomas, all of, all of those things that actually give some meat to the bones of the story. The stories, you know, we all, most of us went to school at some point, but the meat of that is what is, where did you go? What did the school look like? Who was your favorite teacher? So if you write those things down, then when your ancestors, your descendants come along and they open it up, they go, oh, that's what it looked like. Because, you know, that's what a story happens in the movies. When somebody thinks about, well, where did this person go to school? Who did they love? What kind of car did they have? Then somebody takes that those words and makes an image out of it. And I encourage people to put the image with it. Yeah, it's kind of like it, it, it's kind of like starting your genealogy tree, right? Exactly. With, yeah, and, and it's a little bit more like a storytelling the genealogy tree. We all go crazy about like who was or family members and past family mm -hmm. members, right? Right. And, but what adding a back story to it is even making it even more interesting. I yeah. know I was surprised to learn. Go ahead. Go ahead. You said you were surprised. Like I was surprised to learn in one of the snippets of conversation that I had with my dad, that one of my great, great grandfathers, he actually, oh, I don't know how many greats in there. Um, uh, he had, he actually fought uh, as a man B in Cuba. Um, so that, that was the old revolutionaries that fought uh, for for Cuba independence against the Spaniards. Mm -hmm. And those, those people were like, <laughs> they were fighting with a machete. They didn't have guns. They didn't have uh, rifles. And they went against a whole army. The Spaniards had rifles. They had cannons. They have everything. And they won. So yeah. being part of that, that's amazing. They fought for 10 years. Uh-huh. How does that make you feel, though? I mean, when you hear that, how, does that does that kind of stir you up? Proud. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me proud. It, it, it kind of tie up to uh, what I believe. I'm, I'm very resilient, and sometimes I like to take uh, uh, cause <laughs> too hard. Uh, and I think that a little bit of that will come from him because yeah. you know, he instilled that to the next generation. So, you know, oh, if you see yeah. the, the Ancestry commercials, you know, Ancestry, that's what they do. And they have commercials sometimes. And they actually talk about, you know, this man is a fisherman and he has blue eyes and whatever. But they connect it to um, his great-great-grandfather. And that's what we do is we actually help you do that. Um, it is a mini genealogy, particularly in the beginning. Um, and then later it becomes more about the, you know, the legal documents and the decisions for your end of life. But I, like I would encourage anybody that is, is listening today, I'd like to give them a gift. 
you know, okay. for all your listeners that have tuned in all week and have been with you and supported you, you know, on behalf of this beautiful woman that has set this all up. Um, I have a free document. It's called Closer to Closure. It's um, a PDF. It's an electronic document. So I'll need your email. So if you all will send me an, an email and you can see, you just send it to Judy at theguardiansgift.org. I'll send you this document. It's a, it's a $27 document that I sell on my website, but I want to give it away today to all of your listeners uh, so they can at least go through the checklist and see what they have in place or what they need to add or where they need to begin. Yes. And we have some comments from Leslie. She's watching right now. Uh, and she was hearing what I was saying. So thank you, Leslie. Yes, I was in the military. So I guess I have a little bit of a warrior spirit. And I wanted to comment that that is genius that that you comment about having a grandchild ask the questions in order mm -hmm. to preserve the memories and creating an everlasting bond between the grandfather and the child yes. wow that and is genius. actually that gives the grandparents one of the things for senior adults in this country is uh loneliness they get isolated and because their loved one dies and they're by themselves and their children live far away. But loneliness is really a health problem for senior adults. And so to have a grandchild come and visit and help them go through the process and ask all these questions, who doesn't like to tell their story? Everybody wants to tell their story. But it just, it's so much fun for the kids and the grandparents. It's, and it's healthy for them all. Yeah. You know, start by asking the questions. What are your memories? What you start your business or what you fell in love? You mm -hmm. know, there's so many questions that we can start with. Yeah. That is, I think once we start, <laughs> we made an encyclopedia. Well, one of the things that the Guardian's Gift does really well is we actually, we start you at the beginning and we do ask the questions in a particular order because we walk you through your life and walk you, mm -hmm. we start walking down memory lane so you can have your memories until we get to a point where we actually currently are in life. And once we get there, then we start, <clears throat> excuse me, looking to the future and how do the things you've inherited, how do they inform how you will live out the rest of your life or not? You know, those are choices, but you may make better choices or more informed choices just by having walked down memory lane and done the mini genealogy and documented everything. Well, I think, uh, I think it's actually a great exercise um, to do with your children as well. Mm -hmm. because um, every time I ask my kids, remember when we did this? They don't remember, you know? Yeah. They don't remember. We went to Thailand. Do you remember when we did all this? No. Let me show you the pictures. So <laughs> it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we, we can start the process with them as well. We can start building their legacy. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that they look back at the childhood and they remember. Because when yeah. we see pictures, when we see 
uh, we read about our, our, our journey. Uh, it, it evokes memories, right? Mm -hmm. It does. Got it. And one of the things that uh, people misunderstand about the guardian's gift, they think it's just about a will or a health care power of attorney. They think it's just about the death and dying, the end of part of life, but it's not. It actually is a complete legacy plan. There's nothing else like it out there in the world. Um, there are people that do estate planning. There are people that do, uh, you know, help you with your deciding what kind of funeral or memorial service or whatever you're going to do that way. And there's people that help with the storytelling, but there's nothing that combines all of it in one process. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, I seen you add so much. Um, everybody should email you right now. Yes. Um, because we all we all owe to ourselves. We need to tell our story and we need to keep the memory safe. And let me, yeah, and let me say one last thing about this. With Memorial Day, this is Memorial Day weekend when, when we're doing this. And you know, men typically, a lot of men, not all of them, but a lot of men have difficulty um, actually doing something like this. But if for all those people who were in the military, who have service um, in some branch, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, whatever, um, this is critical. This is critical. Uh, quickly, one of the things when my father passed away, I had to go track down was his discharge papers, his DD-214 for his service so he could have a flag over his coffin. And um, we had to do that. This, the guardian's gift, helps you tell that story and get those things in place for your family. So veterans, listen up. You know, you need to tell your story about being in the military. That's important. Well, how many people are fading away with Alzheimer? And how many veterans are suffering from PTSD that one of the symptoms, they have memory loss? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, you know, that is, that is tragic. So, you know, as much as you can conserve. Right. Because once the memory's gone, there's no getting it back. Yeah. Yeah. Only something can spark it back. Right. right. And, and that's why having those keepsakes is important. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, watch anybody that watched the replay, please say hashtag replay and, you know, ask the questions, start with the questions and start writing your, your story. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me be part of this. Thank you. Awesome.